If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Gods and monsters. To uh, co-host the Everyday's Halloween podcast that Keenan yeah. uh, invented, and he's inviting me to join. Mm -hmm. And then, meanwhile, which episode uh, number is this? It is your fiftieth of all your shows. Episode. Hi, is it eight of my friends? Oh, Aaron, hi. Hi. <laughs> Who happens to know both of us through completely separate means? Uncle, I'm sending my oh, own really? dress. Which Aaron? Aaron Jones. Hey, nice. So, oh, hi, this, Aaron. Isn't this? Look at this shot. It's valid. So anyway, we have we are doing an audio broadcast to your laptop. We are doing a live feed on my iPad. We are doing Instagram Live on mine, Instagram Live on yours, and we got an Insta360. We got cameras on cameras on cameras. I'm literally wearing camera glasses. This yes. is wild. We are like it is the year 2023, and like literally cameras are everywhere. I'm sure you got security cameras yes. in here. Oh yeah. It's like it's it's wild style. Yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about how we met, <laughs> yes. how, how this all started. So I came into the comic book shop, yeah. started buying Starlog magazine back issues, as you do, mm -hmm. uh, just so I could have a nice little drink in here and read Starlog. And then lo and behold, I asked a question of you. And then next thing you know, we know all these mutual friends. Yeah. You are literally, you didn't reveal that you were the horror guy. And I did not reveal that I am indeed Jill Kill. That's right. We just connected on a normal people basis. Yeah. But at the same time, we're like, bro, horror fan, I'm horror fan, you're horror fan. Yeah. Let's talk. And then, but we didn't even say that. I was just like, okay, cool. I come here sometimes. Yeah. I'm visiting my dad. And then next thing you know, um, we both found each other on social. Like, I think I found you on Instagram and you found me on Twitter. Yeah. Whatever the happenstance of events, next thing you know, we're homies. And I'm like, but look, for real, like, what if we do a podcast? Because it's like, um, or I saw the other podcast. I forget. No, you said we should sequence. start a podcast. We should do we a thing together. Back. And I said, the funny thing, I have one. When the, when the great history is written, let it be uh, looked back upon in, a, was it Discord? No, it was an Instagram chat. We will go back and see exactly how this began. Right. But yeah. anyway, we both figured out we were horror fans. And I was like, hey, what if we start just recording Zoom? So we tried that four or five times. Zoom? No, no, that's oh, no, uh, that's right. There were live streams. Again, these words, whenever I use these words with elder people, like I have to translate it to as like a broadcast. Is that working? Yes. Yeah, I was right, like, right. like Telesaria? Like what do we call yeah. everything now? Yeah. What is everything uh, at this point? Amalgamation of footage all over. I am on strike currently as yes. as forced by the WGA leadership. Wait, what do you and mean forced? They mean they, they don't let you do anything? That's I guess right. it's like they can't, no one can stop me of anything. I don't. I right. literally don't listen to anyone and do, do whatever weird thing I really like to do. But you literally, if you are a member of SAG, which I am, and, and WGA, which I am, you cannot appear in any, uh, uh, what's it called? Regular TV shows and movies, which I have not been in a TV show or movie since Bad Grandpa. That was my last SAG job. Nice, where I uh, did a professional business woman suit dress thing. I, I had a pink a pink power suit. I looked like I was in Sex and the City. It was very cute. It was it was a very different moment for me. 
But um, I was undercover in that movie, but that is the one thing that keeps on giving me side residuals for many a year now. Nice. And I have actually done quite well, I realized, because I was prior to the streaming era. That was 10 years ago when I did that, mm -hmm. and it came out. So that gives me a big number of residuals. I also worked on the show The Stand. Wait, that's fake creaking sounds. Yes. Oh okay. my god, there's so many like leaps <laughs> in this place. And I was like, where's the pianist from the live streams? Will it be you? No, if, if anything, <laughs> it could be you, it could be you. If anything, this is where we go whenever the apocalypse does happen. It's, you know, I mean, maybe it has happened. Or... We don't know. It could yeah. be. It could be night of the comet right now, where we're here hanging out, and then this is what's happening. Oh yeah. But um, but yeah, I worked on a WGA show, mm -hmm. the stand. I've done a number of other WGA jobs. I've been WGA since 2014. Mm -hmm. Wait, and but I wrote long before that, and did a lot of non-union because you do what you have to do in Hollywood. That's Absolutely. the way it is. Yeah. Point is. Uh, currently, we are on day 101, and then now, because we've crossed over to midnight here on the East Coast, we are on day 102 of the strike, and uh, it's bleak and cold, so I came to visit Orlando for, for cease from sorrow. I saw, I saw something came out, uh, said there was going to be a meeting. Yeah, that, there's a meeting coming up on Friday, so yeah. uh, the strike could end or it could continue, and um, I will be your correspondent as this continues, but I really... I've been trying to focus on, on what can we do in these current times because a girl's got to eat, a girl's got to thrive, and then so yes. you never get Tell us about you. Uh, I've gone, I've blathered. No, I, yeah. I have a tendency to blather. I feel like every time we talk, I learn a little bit more. And there's, there's not. <laughs> there's nothing left. Uh, yeah, Gods and Monsters here in Orlando, Florida with the bar, Vault 5421. Really cool uh, comic book shop. Yeah, I worked here for about three years now. Uh, started working at Fangoria about month ago, but it's been about a month now that we worked with them. Cool. Which, by the way, you pushed me for that. Thank you so much. I did not push you. I was just like, but Fangoria is amazing. Right. You're amazing. What is the, where, let's get go get that job. Again, I, 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 hey, am I a life coach now? Is that what's happening? Right. Do you need, do you need life coaching services? Jillkill.com is here for you. <laughs> Whatever you need, I am setting up Stripe on my website. Just, just send, send, send cash. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, maybe they'll give you love and you'll find a job through that. Again, it's like, what is a job? What is, what is income? What is, where are we at in the world right now? We are in this, literally we're in the strangest place physically, but um, yeah. where are we at as a society? Things are changing. I, like I said, I went to Best Buy right before this because I was like, I should get more memory cards and battery power, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. what, uh, for my Insta360, which again, if you'd like to sponsor, please go ahead. Yes. Because <laughs> I love these cameras. <laughs> anyway, I was at Best Buy, so many selfie sticks for sale, so many ring cameras. Everybody is either Zooming for work or they're all, I, I think I think there's something between a Zoom yeah. and a cam girl is like where we all are at right. at all times now. Or, or we're just on security footage. Yeah, everything we have right now is grandpa <laughs> technology. Like you can literally just have two things and just be live streaming and it's great. Again, oh, I literally just got a warning, time to close Instagram. No, sir, we will not uh, because we are currently live streaming. This is right. This is the only way I can get out to the people and tell my story <laughs> of who and what I've been and what I've suffered. So let's <laughs> let's talk about the, the shows that we have been to. You came down to MegaCon earlier in the year. I came to MegaCon. That was amazing. That was my first time at MegaCon. I came to Spooky Empire, That's which right. is a super, super cool uh, convention. Got to hang with uh, John and I, John Botano. Yes, he's Mr. amazing. He's a very nice new friend. Yeah. I was able to get so many like lovely items. I got this wonderful little makeup bag here That's from right. a local artisan. Your friend was cool too. I liked her a lot. Oh, uh, nice. this Yeah. Um, what else was I? I got like really cool makeup there. Like they all. Uh, uh, I think that was one of the people that came into our stream. Yeah. Oh. The people that make that makeup. No way, Creature. Creature, Creature Cosmetics. Yeah. I literally, is it right here? I have um, the coolest palette I've ever gotten. Dead serious, this makeup palette is so good. A, it looks like a VHS tape. B, it has a convenient mirror on the inside with blood already included. And then all the makeups are like scream, misery. And the artisan who makes these, she like hand selects like images from the movie and then like just delivers a palette. Oh, she, she like on, pauses like the literally, movie and pulls that color. Yes, like literally like, hold on, I'm gonna do a little Candyman makeup here. Again, okay. this is influencer shit right now. This is influencer shit. Hey. We love you, Creature Cosmetics. We actually do. Like this is, I, I, I don't, I don't shill for things I don't like unless they're <laughs> paying me. I literally right. used to be a commercial actor and I would, I have, I have amazing footage of me being skateboarded over by Jason Alexander himself. That was my first SAG gig I ever did. 
and they call and they called it acting. It was not actually Jason Alexander, but it was like the appearance. A stunt double skateboarded on my head, and George Costanza literally landed the trick, and he's like, "Hey there, kids!" And I'm like standing there with pink hair, like, "Ah, it's it's Jason Alexander, and he's here to sell me KFC Twisters." Boy, was it a big day for me. But let me tell you something: when a young girl with a dream about making it in Hollywood makes seven thousand dollars for eating a, a chicken twist. <laughs> on, on, on uh, what's it called? On, on television? Uh, she's hooked. That's right. She's hooked on that money. Was that the first gig? That was my very first gig. Oh, and I made $7,000. I bought myself a little editing computer so I could edit. Right. And I um, I uh, continued to hustle off to little auditions after that because it's like a gambling thing. Do you find yourself when you do a gig and you get your paycheck, do you put your money back into something to kind of keep What going? is this, Keenan? I literally, like, we're talking ring lights. We're talking, like, a <laughs> right, whole trip right. to Florida. Again, my father lives here. It's all like, you know, I have, I'm have i doing family stuff, business, business stuff yes. all the time. Because right now, uh, a podcast is apparently like a thing that people do. Again, I prefer the word show. Please call this a show that a I'm live doing. show. Because again, it's like, it's a durable word. Yes. It's been around for a long time. Program has also been around, like in church. It's a sermon, it's a program. Yeah. So please get get ready to put uh, open your coffers and your hearts, people, because uh, Jill, Jill Kill and Keenan need your help out here. And let me tell you, my southern accent is not a put on. I, I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. That is actually, I talked, when I was a child, I talked with something between a Filipino accent, even though I'd never been until I was 14, and then a Southern accent. So I'd be like, I'm very tired, y'all, to a certain degree, you know what I mean? Like, but my dad's a Yankee, a white okay. Yankee, so again, there's a lot There's a lot going on with me. I've had, I've had to adjust to a lot of different scenarios in my life. Again, it's like, it's all acting, yeah. it's all fiction, it's all true at the same time act accordingly like our, the world is getting weirder and weirder yes on our list of things to talk about today i called jill out today <laughs> saying that you know i was just like well ai has been your best is your new best friend you're like new best friend i wrote a book oh we go back two decades oh, ago we, oh, we, we go back. <laughs> uh welcome and introduction to the show again welcome to every day is halloween <sighs> yeah we'll, we'll add graphics after yeah okay uh, the post team will be on top of that and it's uh, brief, brief explanation of topics, WJ and writer strikes, personal updates we've done there. Hello, next topic up, baby. You know what it is. Is it AI taking over? No, it's like, what, what else? Again, what happens when Wintermute finds something way out there at the end of uh, Neuromancer? It's mm. aliens, baby. Oh, it's yes. All, it's all connected in the cyberverse, the metaverse, the brain. We're the only show that's excited about it, apparently. Yeah. Nobody cared whenever they got it announced. It I've like... been to celebrate uh, aliens uh, revealing themselves to Congress in some fashion or another. And I'd like to know what everybody thinks because I, I've always been a Star Trek fan. I feel totally excited about these ideas. So, wait, what, so what was the exact thing that happened. The guy sat down in Congress that was from the, it was a Air Force guy, right? I, I watched clips. I'm very busy. I, I'm like, aliens, no we know. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, they, Super pros. They, they said, you know, like, did you see that there was a non- it, for, escorted from the rubble, there was a uh, non-human um, life. It was, it was called uh, Biological for Recover. Yes. And so we've we've had at least some sort of uh, investigation, true investigation of the UFO and alien phenomenon that has been reported since at least the 40s, long before that, if you go back in history. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm personally not scared. Are you scared? No like, I mean, if they do kill us all, then you know what? It's probably not. I mean, it hasn't The Simpsons been uh, setting us up for this all these years. Hasn't everything in pop culture? That's right. Q and everybody watching this. By the way, Star Trek fans out there, can you believe how many people got into QAnon, etc., etc., when it's like, oh, like, hello, this is. Oh, yeah. Generation? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. No, I finished the last episode of Picard. That was amazing. I Yes, me as well. I finished all those episodes for Paramount Plus, which has employed me happily. I watch every single one. I love them. I haven't watched them yet. Ah, I watch, I watch yeah. some. I watch some. I fall asleep sometimes. Listen, season one and two are horrible. Season three, however, that's what, that's what I started over on season three again. 
because you know it's member berries. I want my members. Yes. I want my there's. I don't want Picard hanging out on Earth with a bunch of oh, like. Oh, and a vineyard and. Again, it's like when I watch Picard, I'm like, yo, my guy is. I want to see carpeted walls on the bridge and everyone like that nice, damp sound. You know, everybody. Oh, again, it's like the soothing nature of the starship. But what really is weird about watching the new show is it's like as a production person in Hollywood, I understand. Oh my God, it's he's like in every scene. If it's, the show is actually Picard, we have to work this eighty-year-old man. Oh yeah. Every single day for like 17 hours, which is like completely impossible. And season one and two had him like, like explosions happening and then like flaws Yeah, again, it. I saw Leave one, it, they're doing those tricks where it's like another- It's um, another actor, yeah. It's another bald headed, um, and again, this is where the AI could help. We would just replace out uh, quite easily and cheaply those bad shots, like 10, 15 years from now, like maybe I'm helping you do it because of internal plus. Sure. Love yeah. your money. <laughs> keep sending yeah, it. Keep sending it because I'll still get residuals for the stand. Now on Paramount Plus, again, I've been looking into this for a long time because I personally knew the strike was coming. I personally knew the aliens have been hiding amongst us. Because look, I hide out for a second before I reveal myself to people. Yeah. If, I'm not even an alien. I'm I'm a born and bred American. Uh huh. You know. <laughs> but you're there for me, you know. That's all that matters. I'm not there for them. I'm just okay with them. Just like I'm okay with all things. The inner peace I found. But it's also, like, literally, what am I supposed to do? Like, I had a friend who got super obsessed with aliens. Uh, and I was just like, have they come for your butt? And it was like, no. Well. Okay. And it was like, well, do we still have to pay taxes and our rent and stuff? And it was like, yes. And I'm like, I gotta deal with that. I gotta deal with that. I got my own shit going on. Yeah. That's that's the thing that a lot of people feel about the aliens, it seems like. Like, you saw those memes where it's like, got a lot going on right now. That's why I haven't reacted to the aliens. Sure, yeah, yeah. I like, feel like, I'm busy. Um, I mean, truly, <laughs> We're right? all underwater. Like, how many, how many hours a week can you do here? Uh, I do like 13 at the shop. Oh, that's not bad at all. Now, because that's I work at Fangoria. Yeah, yeah, so again, like, it's like, you know, you gotta have your multiple hustles. That's yeah. what this is as well. Absolutely. Um, uh, when I was at Tampa Bay Comic Con, I went and met up with the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of the game guys. And the game comes out in like less than 10 days. Ooh, uh, I didn't even know. See, I am learning something. I didn't even know that was coming out. There's a game yeah, there's, of Texas Chainsaw and, and it's based off just the first movie. The and, real first one, like Toby looks, Hooper. Yes, you can jump through the window like Sally does. Wait, you already playing this? Oh yeah, I, I've tested it. I've got connections. Uh, you feed Grandpa your uh, blood, but you collect it from others. So you're playing as Sally? You play as uh, five random kids. It's a prequel, basically, right before the first movie takes no, place. No, no. I want well, to no, play as Franklin in the wheelchair. Nobody wants to play as Franklin yeah, in the wheelchair. Yeah, uh, no, do you know how scary it would be that you can't move? Oh, that would be a fun minigame. Like a little maze game. Look, again, what does a company call me? I've got ideas. I'm allowed to work in the video game industry. I've worked in video game advertising pr pr previously. Again, Jill is a Jill of all trades. I've had, I've had to adapt many a time. She's got chutzpah and hustle, and she'll she'll find her way. Jill, it sounds like you have so many gigs that you don't need any more gigs. It's kind of true. It's kind of true. I kind of I kind of figure out how to do what I want, but I'm doing <laughs> financing because I'm also an indie filmmaker with several projects on the docket. For those of you in audio world, you're not seeing the lovely lots. I do suggest that you go to Hallows Eve 365. This is the fucking world we live in. I literally, I'm like Stan Lee, where I'm like, they all gotta be named the same, the same alliteration. It's yes. Peter Parker. <laughs> it's Excelsior. You gotta have your your things that you remember. That's right. Hallows Eve three six five. Yeah. Is the Instagram place where this lives? What the show yes. you're currently enjoying on one of our many different apparatuses. This is the first time that we've actually done a show in person. Most of the time, it's you and I and Skype. Again, most of the time was four times prior to this. Yeah. And yeah. then this is your 50th show total yeah. as the um, uh, every day is Halloween. Mm -hmm. But then again, what, what I liked about this is every day is Halloween. Now we get to right. a thesis yes. that really, truly, every day is Halloween. We all put on a mask, don't we? Every mm -hmm. single day we all put on a mask. We all live with the, the fears of the past, the traumas, the spooks, the scares, the ups, the downs. It's every day is Halloween. Right. That's sure, we get spooky around fall season, but when January comes, it's still very much Halloween. I did come up with some gimmicks on the way here. Oh. Um, do you want to see? I wanted to see how fast I could put on a Halloween costume. 
Okay. I'm down. Out of just literally, these are things I packed to come to Florida. Yeah. Again, um, oh, I, up, I do have another. I got into these because they don't break when you travel. This okay. one is from Hot Topic. It's also really good, but I do like the creature effects on that. Point is, you know, they just uh, scored a uh, licensing with Evil Dead. And yeah, a bunch they of have Universal really Monsters. Evil stuff. Dead stuff. Yeah. All right, so. Um, is it Heather sticker? There's a lot of stickers going on. <laughs> okay, so how fast can I pull a Halloween costume right now? Let's see if you can guess what I am. All right. Here, you work on that. I'll tell you about my Tampa Comic Con. Oh, please. Yeah. I'm sorry so, I interrupted. Hey, wait, wait. Uh, so yeah, the Tampa Comic Con was a lot of fun. Uh, I got to hang out with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game guys, Ronnie out there, super cool. Uh, showed off some really cool things. I'm gonna be posting on the uh, TikTok soon. This it comes out very soon. This is not my finest hour by any stretch. Um, but it is close in a distant camera, and then. Are we, is, wait, can I can I guess? Go ahead. Uh, the girl from the wrestling show on Netflix. Ooh, very close. Again, the hair is giving. It's giving. If I got it more straightened out. And I was, um, let's make me younger and, um, no, it's still, I'm still getting the Wolf Girl on Netflix. Okay. I will accept Wolf Girl from Netflix because she was fun. What about the girl uh, from uh, Blade Runner? That is also Blade Runner. I was going for Prey, but I think it's like a Ooh, lighter one. Yeah. But again, you're yeah. all of these qualify because again, every day is Halloween. That is what you're watching, That's listening right. to, yes. enjoying. Let's use the, the phrase enjoy. What do you think of Prey? I love it. It's so good. I'm a, I'm a predator head, bro. That yeah. is my shit. Oh, really? Do you, oh. All right. Uh, oh. Now I can tell you first or second. McTiernan style. But I know you're going to say first, which is totally valid. Yeah. Valid. Too. Danny Glover's great. He's but he's great. no Oriental Schwarzenegger. No, exactly. It's fine. Oh, well, then let's talk about how lovely Fangoria is. Um, by the way, I just joined the Fangoria Facebook community group. Cool. And I, I, because I was looking at that, I was like, wait, where's my issue of Fangoria uh -huh. for um, July? And they're like, hey, you should have gotten it already. And I, I got onto uh, Fangoria subscriptions uh, email. With, I, I forget the exact email address. We'll put it there eventually on one of these streams. But um, a very nice uh, Jimmy, I believe was his name. Yeah, Jimmy's great. I you love know Jimmy. him. Yes. Well, point is, he sent me a copy. Uh, whether mine is coming out or not, is I promise to give it back to, to the people. Uh, the additional copy, I will, I will, I will, I will give it forth to the to the horror fans if I do indeed get two. But I'm just saying, it's like horror, I, I love Fangoria, and the new issue has articles about Talk to Me, which I've not yes. seen yet. But I, that is the horror movie on everybody's lips at this current moment. Yeah, I've already got a sequel, Talk to Me. Oh. It was already in the. No, I'm, I'm not. I know. I'm, I just groaned. I just groaned you, but you don't deserve that. Yeah. It's, it's a great. It's a great name. It's like what you all hope for is you immediately get a sequel. God, that, I'm with, showing all kinds of skin on this particular. With that, without spoiling I, I, I'm anything, I'm gonna take down that live stream. Without, without spoiling anything, I will say, talk to me. Kind of brings the dread horror back. You saw it? Yeah. Woo! Yes. I haven't seen it. You enjoyed it? Yes, I loved it. It was okay. probably my favorite horror movie this year so far. Excellent. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Insidious. You were good, but. Oh, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the new Insidious. I, I, I really enjoyed um, the last one I saw in the theater. That was new for me. I just saw uh, Nightmare on Elm Street through Cinematic Void, which is a great great uh, um, film uh, curation series at Cinematic Boy. Interesting. But they had Nightmare on Elm Street on Monday in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. where I live, and again, currently visiting Orlando. Um, and yeah, I saw Nightmare on Elm Street in the theater, and it was really cool because the theater we saw it, and it only a few blocks from Marshall High School where they actually shot. Um, oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, um, but yeah, I the last movie I saw in the theater that's a new horror film was Boogeyman. Oh, how, I never saw that. It was really well directed. That is based on a Stephen King short story from, I believe, Night Shift. And um, it was a newer director. I can't remember his name, but we, uh, my friend Julian is friends with him. But I, I don't know why he didn't mention that. Hi, Julian, if you ever hear this. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, now that battery's going out. I saw a yellow light happening. Uh -oh. It's like it's probably time to wrap it. Did you ever see uh, Copland? No, I've not. But yeah. uh, a good friend, Sean C. Phillips. Do you know who that is? Cool dude from YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he was recommending that. It comes out on digital this Friday. I did not get drunk or stoned to do this, but now I'm I'm starting to get a little bit of a shame spiral because I don't like how my makeup looks. You'll look fine, darling. No. Yeah, <laughs> I am seeing from a distance. I am entirely seeing this wolf wolf lady from um, from Glow that we were discussing. 
That is exactly what's happening. Because again, this is Orlando humidity. Yeah. This is what happens when you're half Filipino and then half American, white, whatever. You get a lot of, a lot of Wait, volume. Wait, you know what you are? I do, I know exactly what I am. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I am such a entity uh, that uh, the world has never seen before. I'm white whatever. You don't know? You don't know the No, I mean, it's Irish and Scottish. But that's what, you're just fucking white. That's what I know. No, there's more to that. Like again, it's like these these are constructs mm-hmm. uh, saying white. Like you are you are um, Irish and Scottish with a little bit of uh, Native American. And oh, did you do a, a, a blood sample? Thing? Yeah, I did all the ancestry. I did not do that because I have full records of my um, my ancestry. Oh. Don't give your DNA to the to the man. Who's gonna? <laughs> no. So here's what I did. I let my parents do it. And they just kind of figured me out right after, right? You but know you're, still, you you're still in a criminal profile somewhere. You know that's how they're finding you. Again, I am a completely innocent and, and lovely human it. being. Yeah, I'm a, I, I am a law-abiding citizen uh, and and tax-paying uh, business-oriented individual. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't I don't like to get too much for free. But yeah, here we are, live on the internet, right. completely for free at this particular moment. What'd you say you do with the aliens, sort of? <laughs> uh, I guess I'm I'm like. I guess I'm a collaborator. But again, collaboration has a bad term in wartime, but in art, which I believe we are in, yeah. it's a it's a very healthy thing to collaborate. I think it's a very human yeah. idea. Are you setting me up for like, <laughs> did I ever do Halloween Horror Nights? Cut to right. Jill puts in a whole bunch of footage of her loving Halloween Horror Nights. Right. I did ever. see your old YouTube videos of oh, you and your friends like playing characters. Quite, I, I do a lot of a lot of things that are I'm either gonna get paid for or like put away for. Eventually. Did they bring you the copy guys in? No, I always again. It's like I, I um I do so many of these things just for the joy of doing them. Do it, yeah. And sometimes uh, now I get comped in, but that's through like a lovely bloody friend, mutual friend of ours, Jojo. Um, mm-hmm. But that's that's a separate issue. But back then I paid for everything, and I still do pay. Yeah. We all pay one way or another. Don't you we? Want to go to Nintendo Land? You're paying. Oh, I have not been to Nintendo Land. Yeah. Again, they're building it here, but it's again, it's years out from that. I consulted on a horror show for India mm-hmm. during the Deep Candy. I was just like, can I get work on an Indian show for Amazon uh, while living in Los Angeles peacefully? I did that. It was very lovely. Yeah. Uh, the show did not go forward into development yet, but um, anyhow, uh, they are in. Most of the people are in Mumbai, and they are half an hour off from most people's thing. So it's like, okay. it's literally oh, yeah. like, hey, it's 110 here right now. Yeah. It's uh, something 40 there. Right, yeah. And that, boy, that messed me up. I was like, I didn't even know we were allowed to You're like, there's halves? Well, because you know, like, Arizona uh, does, like, they don't do daylight savings time, right? Yeah. It's like those kind of... Oh, do they just opt out? They just opt out. So it's yeah. like, you Good literally go from New Mexico, and you're trying to get to California, and it's like, wait, yeah, what time is it here? It's yeah. a different time. Uh, no, so uh, Highland Hornets this year, they announced over on your side that people did. Uh, so you get that, we don't get that here. Yeah, but you have more mazes here, don't you? We do have 10. See, it's like, it's they both have their own treats. You know? They do, it's like, yes. We have The Exorcist, the new Exorcist ooh, movie going up. How do you feel about that, New Exorcist? I... Which, by the way, rest in peace. Yes, William Freakin just passed away, rest in peace. I just watched... Sorcerer for the first time. He is such a master filmmaker. It's his worlds he creates are so textured and realistic. And if you watch Sorcerer, he did some of the craziest directing you've ever heard of, where they drive real trucks over a suspension bridge. Have you seen that? Oh, so I haven't. But like ever since, everyone's like, "Yeah, this is great," but you need to watch this. Movie. Again, it's just like it's <laughs> a dare to be a filmmaker in what. That year, the year they made that was like seventies, right? It was like it was like seventy. It's like right when Roy Schneider was hot off Jaws. Yeah. And then it's like it was after Exorcist, right? Yeah. And they they were gonna make the movie with Steve McQueen, mm-hmm. but Friedkin is so salty Dude. that he was like, like he, uh, Steve McQueen made the very reasonable, you know. Again, I, I work and live in Hollywood, and I have for for many a year now. The very reasonable Steve McQueen thing of like, hey, can you make Ellen McGraw a producer on this? So she can come down to the Dominican Republic with me for X amount of time yeah. while I'm like in the mud all day. At least like I can, I know I can go home to her at night. And Freakin's like, we don't have any producers that aren't producers on the movie. And I'm like, hello, every TV show I've ever worked on, every movie I've ever worked on, there's some random producer. Yeah. Again, it's like not no. There's again, it's just like you gotta you gotta you gotta pick your battles in filmmaking. And it's like I feel like Ally McGraw being on set 
Who, who's hurting here? Nobody's right. hurting. Nobody. Point is, that didn't work out. Steve McQueen dropped out of the project. It would have been legendary God. if they'd gotten Steve McQueen. Yeah. Instead, we have Roy Scheider. And he's great. He's great. That's what it is. That's what it is. It is fine. It is not a Steve McQueen movie. And yeah. when you see the helm of directing that movie, where it's like literally all exteriors, jungle day, like literally blowing stuff up. I think it was like a 10 month shoot or something crazy. Yeah. Point is, it's like, that is one of the craziest productions I've ever seen. And the fact that William Freakin lived through that and lived to his, he's almost 80? Or is it his yeah, yeah, 87? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, yeah, Point is, he made it to a ripe old age of directing to see like, you know, his movies coming forth and a whole different things. And he seems like a, I don't want to say curmudgeon, yeah, curmudgeon a Salty bit. as a motherfucker. Yeah. Gives no shits, talk, talks shit about other directors, talks shit about yeah. actors, talks shit about Pacino, which I would never do, although... Dunkachino? Again, it's like, I like I like Dunkin' Donuts and I like Al Pacino. Yeah. Dunkachino, I will drink one. The whole thing that he just recently has knocked up um, uh, somebody and that there will be a youngest Pacino He's like well into his 80s now. Again, oh, yeah. he, he's the godfather boy, literally. Nick Cannon, move on over. Nick Cannon, um, I think Chaplin was doing the same thing. Again, it's only legends reproduce that that late in the game. Yeah. Um, I rambled again. We were talking about uh, the new Exorcist and how I feel about it. And yeah. maybe I skirted the question because maybe we got two gals. One two, of my goodest girls. friends in all the world is a co-writer on that, and maybe maybe oh, okay. yes. Peter Sattler, my very, very good friend, and again, I know nothing about the movie. I saw the trailer. Sure. Cool. But and then I also, I, I, I might, I might have to recuse myself from questions like that. Again, it's how you feel about it. But that's the thing. Every, every, every horror fan has their different things about sure. movies. Yeah. If you want to figure out what my baseline is, what I really, really, truly want from a horror movie, Lost Boys. And again, is that quite a horror movie? Not quite. But it's like, again, I love I age. love your Texas Chainsaws. I deeply, deeply love Stephen King. Love all these different things. Mm -hmm. But the flavor that I come back for over and over again. What do you Lost think Boys. what do you think it is that you like about Lost Boys? Is it happy the, ending? Uh, it's a happy ending. It's a happy ending, sorry. Yeah. And then also again, the textures of the world. It's like the shots in the beginning of what Santa Carla is like, yeah, the relationship the between the brothers, the caves, the keepers, the Jason Patricks, the yeah. the, the, the the Jamie Gertz. Do you know she's like the richest actress in the world? Really? Not, like we got not, cows from Twister? This is what I'm saying, no. What I'm saying is Hollywood is an illusion where it does not pay as much as it seems like it does, but she became a billionaire, I believe, through real estate and marriage. And oh, you know the mom. No, Jimmy Gertz. Star? Star. Yeah, that's We Got Cows from Twister. No, but you, she's not a mom in Twister. No, but she's like the like southern like lady that's... She's Bill Paxton's old flame. No, 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 she's the current flame. Helen Hunt is the new flame. Again, I don't want right. to get into the plot points of Twister. I've watched it pretty recently, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. But uh, again, I, I love my Paxton. Uh, you know what's another favorite? Again, I love vampires. I love Near Dark. Mm -hmm. Between love, near, uh, Lost Boys and Near Dark, Hi, I'm, 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 you should be sorry again. That's just a female director. <laughs> sorry, that's not true. Uh, Patty Jenkins is the director of right. the Wonder Woman franchise and uh, many other lovely projects. But I, I worship at the at the altar of Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow, the greatest, one of the greatest gender aside, one of the greatest directors who ever walked the planet. And then the one of the greatest films ever, Point Break, oh, was an achievement between her and James Cameron. So again, I love the things I love, and I know the things I know. God, I should really wipe this makeup off. Oh, it's not that bad, so. No, again, it's like, I'm in an appearance-driven world, Keenan. This is not allowed. Um, I do have makeup wipes conveniently. Do you know Paul Davis? Do I know personally who is Paul Davis? He wrote the Lost Boys book behind the scenes and along. Oh, I do. I have that book. Yes. Terrible yeah. binding on it. They need to work on the glue of it. Yeah, it. yeah, it ripped off. Again, a lovely book. Most one of the most gorgeous art. Again, He'll be I, here in Orlando going to Howard Boys. Oh, he, you're actually friends? Yeah, we're, we're well, BFFs. Oh, well, yeah. again, I don't know who I call a BFF. I, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have several, but I won't, I won't reveal them because I don't know these things. That's right, yes. But no, that book's wonderful, and I saw so many behind-the-scenes photos. I look like that... I've been playing Batman. 
and I've come in from a long day of playing Batman, which is sort of what I do. I fed me. You don't I set designers. Yeah, yeah right? and no, we're not the set designers. Again, we are located in the lovely Gods and Monsters comic book shop. All this production value is available to us. You can come thanks, drink. Uh, thanks to the largesse of the uh, people. Lacto Ecto Cooler. Oh my god, I have that. It's so good. And I peeled yes. off that sticker and really? kept it. It actually so peels off very oh, nicely. No, no, no. I, do you want me to peel it off for you? Because I kept the sticker. The glue has only gone bad after you know, it's some tea. It's just kind of dangerous. Um, Anyhow, uh, what's our next topic? Uh, uh, so uh, I want to talk a little bit more about Howling Horror Nights. Okay. Uh, so we yeah, had. Wait, let me ask here. you. Let me ask you a question between the two of us. Yeah. And and all the people listening, are you being was was part of this in the capacity of Fangoria? Where they give did they give you an agenda for anything, or is this all just our free will? This look right how, now. Look, look how nice this feels off. Wow, you were kidding. Oops, I'm, I'm wrinkling this. So it comes right back out. See. No, How many things can you do this with? Sure. What a twofer. I literally, I got this at Halloween Horror Nights yeah, like last year, year, and I kept it. Yeah. They have the best food drinks you could ever buy. I got a, really I got a giant um, light-up crystal skull, not not anything to do with the Spielberg. But anyway, it's a crystal skull cup that came with a mango popsicle Ooh, inside nice. of it, and it was a spicy margarita. There you go. Oh my God. Uh, and then here's this, and you can still drink the drink. And what a nice, now we have a non-branded drink we can drink if we were right. on camera for that purpose. But anyhow, um, I, I digress as I do. You. So you were asking me, uh, <laughs> you, you, what were you asking me? I was asking you about Halloween Horror Nights. Oh no, I was asking you, were you given an agenda by Fangoria at all? Because they, they do not sponsor our show, but we do welcome it. Yeah. <laughs> So Fangoria right now only has two podcasts, Colors of Dark and uh, the King's Cast, which is all Stephen King based. Okay. Um, I should do something with them because I know a little thing or two about Stephen King. If, I, if I do say so myself. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you've dabbled in your King Kingdom. Again, I, I worked on uh, my favorite Stephen King book ever as a TV show, The Stand. Mm -hmm. uh, again, available on Paramount Plus. Wait, I'm not allowed to say that. No. Strike that, reverse it. Didn't say it. Yeah, right. Go on. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, so they have two podcasts, and yeah, it would be cool to have, have every day as Halloween. You know, I mean, look podcast. at all this production value. You can't you can't afford not to have these savings. That's right. Um, so what were you saying about Halloween Horror Nights? So, Your friend, Paul Davis. Yeah, so yeah, Paul, Paul will be coming down. Yeah, I'm checking out The Exorcist House. I think they have a bunch of original ideas like they do every year. Um, yeah, they got a, like, a pretty good smorgasbord of haunted houses I like that. going out there. Uh, I'm very excited to check it out. Um, yeah, so you did uh, Tampa Comic Con, you did MegaCon this year. Yes. How was that? How was your MegaCon experience? MegaCon scared me because everybody there was an anime. I had no idea who they were. Mm. And then that's Enemy or anime? Anime. And that's when I started to sound like a Southern <laughs> Grandma, where it's like, oh, honey, you're an anime, aren't you? Yeah. You're so Again, adjust the levels. I just started screaming in my mic. I'm sorry. Again, we are our own tech people now because again, yeah. we are on. I am on strike. You're not. You're yeah. fine. You're yeah. fine. You're you're in, on. Have you ever been in a labor union? Yes. Mm -hmm. What yeah. was what labor union were you in? Uh, I was I was honestly freelance and I had to But then, but you were not. But not a union. You, no. Because you were doing gaffing. Yes. And that's non-union, or does that ever go out? No, I think it's, it's union. They brought me out of the game. But you were non-union and you didn't yeah. do enough hours or whatever. Because again, right, right. The, the, the specificities of each union's requirements and how it all works, it's like those are the many questions. Yes, I was doing it off jobs here and there, so it was never equal enough hours to put me on the set. Or not set. But it was still fun. I had a good time. Uh, again, we always sure. have fun even with our union. Again, I'm having a great time right now. I smoked, I, out, I smoked out of an apple with an actress on the set. This is genuine. It and is very genuine. This I, is uncut. Well, I mean, again, by, by the time I get through with it, oh, this is going to get cut and chopped to pieces. Because, again, JillKill.com is known for her editing. Now, her writing. Right. <laughs> you just to let everybody know, this is a, a unique thing for us to be in the same room doing recording. Because whenever we do record, I can actually read the chat and answer back and forth what everyone's saying. We can't see that far away. Yeah, you said for Halloween. Season. Again, Halloween is every day. I thought that you knew that that's what this is. Right. No, every day is Halloween. Correct. Halloween every day. Oh, I even looked up how to say it in Tagalog. Our, our, not Halloween, 
Naman? I don't know. Something like that. Oh, was close. That was amazing you were able to say, hey, go to, uh, we're going to God's Monsters to do that every day. Again, podcast. that was cool. using an app because my Tagalog, um, is... my dad was American. My mom liked having a secret language. It's up oh, I love that. Uh... No, are you excited to see how and stuff in stores? It's already out. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, oh my god, I, I saw a friend had a ghoulies blanket from Spirit Halloween. What is it? Ghoulies? Ghoulies. Oh, ghoulies. The ghoulies. Yeah. And I, I had never thought of going on spirithalloween.com. To find everything. I literally thought, like, oh, they, they've only taken over every old big box store. Like, yeah. You just go there. You don't need to go online. But mm. I went online. They were selling animatronics. For like three or four hundred dollars, that would blow your mind. Where it's like, wait a minute, like a Leatherface, yeah, um, a Mars Tax alien. That's the one I want. I saw that. I was like, how is that in here? I feel like if they're we get a fun. I, I, I sent the link to the job. Who and they're owns like, this place? Like, I know nothing about the Anna and Todd. Anna, Anna and Todd. You know what I picture oh. again? Cut to and Lost Boys, the old parents who like lean across to get each other's hands while the frog brothers are asleep. Yeah, that's what I feel like Anna and Todd. Well, again, thank you to them for letting us be yeah. here. This is a weird. They love you. Really? I never met them. They've seen you a couple of when we've done our streams. He's coming to the stream. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't things. know. I, I'd like yeah. to meet them in person. Yeah, yeah, super cool. I love people that are nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've ordered an act that will show up somewhere in the fall. That is incredible. Yeah. That's cool that you went online. You saw, you saw all those. Uh, no, I, mean, I, I, I did not partake in an animatronic yet because, again, it's like I live in an apartment where it's like now I live. Me and, and the animatronics are. Yeah. <laughs> then it's like One home same. again, home again, jiggity jig. Oh, you know what I mean? I don't want to be. I don't want to be. A, 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 you you with your love with AI, I mean, animatronics would just fit right in. Again, it's, I guess I am peering into my own future. Yeah. Uh, with, <laughs> eventually, eventually, it's like the synths, the mechs, the uh, the different cyborgs, and yeah. us, the humans. Again, it's like I I feel like we've quietly moved into the cyborg age. Mm -hmm with everybody just being attached to their phones the way they are in their hand. Yeah. When you're it's bored, like, you're just on your phone. It's like, it's right now it's here. We're moving into AR, so it's gonna be here. The headsets oh, are getting yeah. smaller and better and blah, blah, blah. Yep. It's just like, and then it will be internal. And then they're already starting to do, like, wasn't there a man who was able to order a pizza or something just using the thought? Again, what? it's like some of these things, some of these things I'm like, is that a gimmick? It's like, how do we validate right. and verify that all these things are true and not just, like the um, the lavalier mic that I bought on Amazon that I thought was so cool because they're about the same size as earrings. You get two wireless lobs and plug it in your phone. It's like this thing didn't work at all. I charged up the two things. It's going back to Amazon for the twenty dollars. <laughs> I think it was. I thought it was forty. It was twenty. Anyhow, um, until you order it and try, you don't know what's real right now. That's do right. You, do you know what's real? I'm you know? trying. I'm trying to grasp onto reality that just keeps slipping through my fingers because I don't know what's real. What it? What do you think? Uh, this, is, this is where we get this is the, the, the contemplative part. Talking, communicating back and forth. I mean, anybody can say this is also. But you live stream online with a fake background. Again, a digitally enhanced. Not there's there's right. fake is judging. A digitally sure. enhanced background. You're stepping Is that famous. real to you? I think that as long as the words coming out of the human. Do you have a family is, member who's confused by that? I'd imagine so. Yeah. They don't admit it. But they don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I have to, like, when I tell my dad I am going someplace, I can't say I'm Ubering or lifting. I'm like, I'm taking right. a taxi that's not yellow. Right. You know you what I mean? Know I have what to, to say. I'm right. like, it's a rental car, sort of. You know what right. I mean? I don't know. I don't know how to use the words when people don't. I just sent my folks off to Pittsburgh with this, their family, and I was like, oh, just, you know, you don't need a car, just Uber. And they just had a dead look in their like, this is Again, it's like it's like you gotta you gotta stay on top of it. I I am not yeah. a TikToker yet. I have a TikTok. I some some, but I I have barely used it because again, the the way it feels like madness when you join a new app. Mm -hmm. It just feels like you're hurtling into an abyss of like just people. Oh, I know the the, the algorithm. I feel like you're overwhelmed. Yeah, every, you know? and every, every all the editing is so tight, and you're just like. Again, it's like I can. T I, I'm, I love editing. I've always been a tight editor. The editing doesn't bother me. It's just the scrolling and the finding and then the weirdness of like. So you don't hashtag it right. 
Yeah, you do all that separate up. But it's like someone's grandma spinning around and cooking a meal for me now, and it's like clearly like they've got a really dope relationship with their grandma or their neighbor, and they're producing <laughs> this and making money off a very clever elderly individual. It's uh -huh. like, uh, what is the weirdest thing you've seen that like makes you contemplate everything over and over, like that's happening in social media? AI, AI art, like the, the how fast it's moving to the point where like we're having like uh, and I know people worked on like Carrie Fisher's face in Star Wars it and looks like those well you know why it couldn't it, like this, the way that AI looks in say like the Irishman yeah they did not have the entire rights to the library of all the things that uh, Robert De Niro had acted in as a younger man mm -hmm. so they had to generate using points on the older man's face and then sort of an amalgamation of what Robert De Niro looked like as a younger man about sampling those copywritten images. Again, that's what's yeah. interesting about the time we live in. Google and YouTube gets around those copyrights no problem, so you get perfect young De Niro fakes on YouTube. Yeah. But to do it within a movie construct, a film LLC, then you are starting to infringe upon the copyrights. Even if Martin Scorsese directed those older movies, right. he's directing this one, he does not retain the rights to certain of the older pictures. But Carrie Fisher, Lucasfilm was very uh, forward-thinking in, in owning all the rights to the images of um, young Harrison Ford. Mm. I think they did that with Keith Cushing, and then whoop! <laughs> with, with, uh, with, sorry, they still leave the live effects. Wow, you know, like somebody else would have to, to pay the morning zoo right. to like burr, burr. But, um, but anyway, yeah, Carrie Fisher looked cool in Star Wars, but not quite. Sure, you know, yeah. No, uh, again, uh, what I mean is the CGI. Uh, AI interface fakery right. effects. But you can, like, with time, you can always just be like, hey, here's a crew of six people. Always go and edit that, put it back in the Again, again, it's like better, that's, and better, and better, and better. Uh, that's the other thing that's interesting to me about the time we live in. It's like we all have um, shared memories of what these movies were, but then mm -hmm. people are constantly updating them. And it's like to a certain degree, it's like, okay, some people prefer the version of the memory. Some people like the Blade Runner director's cut. Some people like the final cut. Some right. people like the, the first cut they ever saw with like the weird narration that Harrison Ford wanted yes. to do. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like we all kind of choose our thing we like the most. Did you hear that Disney is pulling out of uh, physical media? They stopped uh, in uh, Australia this month, and they're moving throughout the, the world. And then America's going to be the last one. But that makes sense because the shipping costs versus the digital distribution. And they want you to be able to. Yeah, they They're want losing to, money by giving Again, it's like what, what I came to understand about the streaming uh, wars as they were being called even prior to the strike yeah. is that everybody's after attention, including us. You know, back in my day, we had three channels, <laughs> three snowy-ass channels, right. and I'd be struggling to see, like, my TV-edited version of a horror movie I wanted to see, like, Oops. Nightmare on Elm Street would be, like, edited with, like, you know, Freddy's barely doing anything to people because it's like, you know, they don't want Atlantians. What are they called? Atlantians. Atlanteans. They didn't want us, Atlians, if you're an outcast fan, but, if, uh, <laughs> but you, they didn't want you seeing all the gore and these things were edited out for yeah. commercial purposes, for, for societal good, etc. Et how exciting was it to see that when I was on TV? That's it. Like, it's like, that's the only way I got it. I liked what I saw. Eventually, I saw more, as I saw in the theater this week, where it's like, okay, this is literally my first 35 millimeter screening of Nightmare on Elm Street, seeing it for the first time in 35 millimeter in 2023, uh, and a pretty good print. I love it. Point is, I always saw things in like such shitty formats, but it's like if the idea struck me, if the acting struck me, if all these, if the, the heart of it was there, right, you know yes. what I mean? It's like if the heart of the ocean was there, it didn't matter how it came through to me. It's like, oh. it's what I liked. Point is, it's like now everything's super high definition. They're selling me on 4K. Like I forget how many K we shot the stand on. We shot it on Sony Venice. We shot with like the very best cameras, fantastic cinematography and DPs. But when I tried to show my family in Florida, the stand i literally had to instruct everybody like hold a zoom symposium where it's like here's how we download the cbs all access app by the way it's gonna be rebranded as paramount press plus right. don't worry i bought you all gift cards so you can watch this i like literally set it up on on their tvs and i'm all excited at christmas i'm like look uncle uncle nick like look what what your your weird black sheep niece finally did you know right. like it's like look like um nino this is what i did for you like look at my show we could not watch it because they were trying to broadcast in 4K 
and they don't do the thing that Netflix does where it, like the resolution goes way, way down and just meets you where you're at. Right, I literally yeah. couldn't load the show. I, I like loaded it and it kept on stopping and stopping as I'm trying to show my family. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is like so much work on my part. And I literally worked for the show for years and years and years, like to get it made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm literally paying and like tech savvy and like know how to do all this stuff. I could barely get my family to watch it. Mm-hmm. And again, even with all the like Christmas time shenanigans, they're all like, oh, Joe, we're proud of you, whatever, whatever. You're still not a doctor. <laughs> I can see a trailer on YouTube. It's true. Again, it's like they, I show them a trailer on YouTube. Again, it doesn't, it doesn't, no, they, it doesn't, it's not the same. But point is, it's like, that's when I started to realize, I was like, okay, we, we shot it for the future. People, it's going to be on Netflix eventually. It's going to be available uh, into per- perpetuity. Doesn't matter in the current sense, but at the same time, I'm just like, okay, it's like over a hundred million dollar show, so much advertising put into it, so much work and care and love. Can't get to it in a lot of places. I'm not even supposed to be talking about it because it's a strike. But I'm just saying, it's like all these things you start to realize, like, you gotta meet people where they're at, you gotta get their attention, you gotta keep it, you gotta sell them something they need and want, you gotta use their time wisely, make them love you. All these things I'm trying to do on a project while keeping my job, while dealing with development executives, while like paying my rent, dealing with my family, uh, love, happiness, uh, health, wealth, yeah. you know, you're watching your finances, you're doing all these sort of things. I'm just like, how, how the streaming wars, they have begun, you know? Yes. <laughs> and it's like, uh, again, it's like, it's an intention economy. It's like, whether you're watching something on Netflix, you know what you love and what you don't love. It's like, we love Pee Wee Herman. Like, you know, it's like, he found us in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, film, like, when I was a child, I was very confused why the Playhouse was so different from Big Adventure. Now I understand yeah. those are entirely so, different copywritten worlds. We didn't know. We didn't know. We only, uh, was, did it, did it start out as an HBO special? Yeah, and it's like, that's available on HBO Max right now. To watch it is a little bit weird, because yeah, it's like, yeah. sort of, referencing 50s things that I don't have a reference point for. Right. And it's like a little bit too adult, but he's still so charming. He's like go-go dancing. He is great. He is a talent here. And again, that was like also like Phil Hartman and so many other great actors and people started on that. Uh, uh, Point is, what is the point? Every day is Halloween, A. Yes. B. uh, All Rubens Always, always a revered god. Uh, yes. Never, I never turn my back on him. Oh, we're about streaming services. When he was yeah, caught masturbating, I was like, he, he <laughs> who has not touched himself, cast the first stone. Which, by the way, here in Florida. Oh yeah, in he Sarasota. Right here in Sarasota. And again, it's hot here. People, people do all kinds of weird things. And you know what? They didn't do anything wrong. He, he, he masturbated in he, a porno If he hurt anything, he hurt himself. Again, I, I went into a porno theater back in the day out of curiosity when I turned eighteen, and all I heard it sounded like lobsters. Because no. you could hear belt buckles just moving stealthily in the darkness. Here, I'm trying to turn into the microphone. It's did, just you like, see, did you go see uh, see, you, see you next Wednesday? I don't remember. I didn't know what it was. Did you know that girl reference? No, what's that? Miracle from London. Oh, yeah, yeah. Again, a fan of the movie. I don't know what that reference entails. Mm, yes. Uh, Again, I remember more of the... Oh, yeah, you know, he goes to the porno theater and he's like, hey, look at these people, and they're like, they're all ripped up. I need to watch it. Because, again, it's like, sometimes you remember a scene from a movie right now, and I'm not remembering that scene. And again, that's the thing. It's like, which the big ending happens. As a writer, out. producer type person, director type person, there are so many different battles you're choosing for a movie. It's like if you brought John Landis himself, I'd be like, "What you saying now?" You know what I mean? It's, like, it's like there's so many things that go into it. And it's like, where are you at in your life? Do you remember that particular thing? Are you trying to forget it? Yeah. I don't remember that scene at this moment. It's the one with the werewolves. Yeah, yeah, I don't a, think of it as a porno theater. I think that it's just a theater. He goes to a theater and there's like a comedy bit where the, the guy comes in and she's like, I didn't order anything. And he goes, okay. And he just leaves with the porno basically like stops. But it's I like didn't a realize bit. it was a porno. I thought it was just a, but yeah. it's a dream sequence bit because he's having nightmares about his, his werewolfness. Right. Well, he has his Jack, his friend, is all half eaten yes. sitting next to him talking. And he's like, I'm, I'm not seeing this. I can't believe this. What do you this. think of the them- thematic significance of um, American Werewolf in London? Uh, write me an essay. I, right now, uh, I'll have ChatGPT do this later. Tell me the thematic significance of American World of London. We'll post this later. Okay. But it's really, it will write it up just lickety split. But do you have an answer quickly? Do you know? I'll, I'll give know. you an I just love it more than I will, Paris. I, oh, Paris is, is cute. But, but it's, it's, Paris is fun, right? It's fun. But the reason that American Werewolf in London strikes a chord, I think, is uh-huh. because it's about the dangers of sexuality and the burgeoning feelings of a young man as he uh, starts to know his 
dangerous side, or all of us, um, yeah. the dangers of our own sexuality. Well, there's nothing more scary than backpacking in a place you've never been before. Again, it's like the unfamiliar territory yeah. of both sexuality and travel. It's all a metaphor. Mm -hmm. metaphor. Um, yeah. I just echoed myself. I am so completely weird. But good, again, it's like good job, John Landis, director of uh, Animal House and Blues Brothers, for going deep on a trading places. Movie. Trading places. Oh yeah, I'm at. I love trading places. Accurately. And then uh, coming to America, obviously. Again, there's a lot of great things. Did you ever see the second sequel? Oh, the newest one that just came yeah, out? Yeah, Don't. So fun. Don't. Snipes? Again, Snipes, Snipes is never wrong. I just watched Demolition Man again recently, and he is... He's the best! The world we live in is so close to Demolition Man. Like, it's still it satirical, but I feel like the entire world is quite satire in so many ways. Uh, Snipes Is that really a picture going off? Is that real? Or is that a sound effect? That's sound effects. You have a sound effect and a printer in this place? I don't know what that one. It must be. You might actually have a fax machine. That probably wasn't actually. Uh, how do we wrap it up? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my dad uh, built Wesley's house. He, was, he did the, the architectural stuff here in Orlando for his home. And I got to go into it and meet him, and I played the Demolition Man pinball machine, and Snipes let me play with him. Let me play rounds back and forth. It was so dope. I love Demolition what Man. What year was this? That was that, that had to be like 1992, three. Picture it, Orlando, 1993. Yeah. Little Keenan playing with big... Prime time Wesley Snipes. Right. Like, super, he had that hair too. That's White Men Can't Jump. That's yes. New Jack Snipes. Yeah, they're remaking that, aren't they? White Men Can't Jump. Everything that can be remade will be remade. That's the point of life. Again, it's like it's a cycle birth, death, re. Uh, what's Joseph Campbell? Yeah. Joseph Campbell. Over and over revolutions, and over. revolutions. Yeah. But yes, uh, thank you guys for watching. We appreciate it. We'll have more Enjoying, episodes. because right now they're perhaps listening via podcast, because that's one of our last signals that are. Uh, we will learn exactly the correct ways to do this to, in order to keep our show going and growing. Yes. Uh, I've enjoyed this. This has been fun. Well, it's cool because usually I have like a, I write, we write down everything. We go down the list of all the stuff we talk about. We free will. Because this is the 50th episode, it's, we're rock top. And then also we're, we're doing it live. We're at Riley's Yes. Um, I enjoyed this. This is good. Yeah. Uh, everybody, stay safe. Enjoy your horror movies. Mm -hmm. Sleep well. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what, what are other, um, right. God bless, uh, <laughs> I, I sign off with saying stay scary. George Romero used to say, yes, um, indeed, stay scary, George Romero style. That, that is indeed his man. Yeah. One of the goats. Like, you, were the, you were that spooky empire when I met, uh, Barbara and, uh, was it Barbara and Johnny? I, I yes. yes. Uh, they're coming to get you, Barbara. <sighs> Seeing the real people in life sitting at a table together, making cash money, in their pockets, mm -hmm. it's a lovely thing. Like that's what I love about horror conventions. I really, truly support them. Yeah. It's like you are able to see the people you love from the movies in real life and put cash in their pocket. Like I got to see Tim Capello, sexy sax man himself, in real life. His wife or somebody lovely took money from me, put it in a fanny pack, and I got to buy directly an autograph from him and a little pin, and I almost bought the body oil because he had sexy sex in my oh, body oil. It was a great gimmick, guys. great gimmick, but I was like, I'm gonna spill this during the con, I can't deal with this right now. I was so verklempt to see him and be with him, like, because again, he look, is the only real person from Lost Boys, like Corey Feldman acting, Jamie Gertz acting, yeah. he really was sexy yeah. sex man, so it's yeah. just like, the fact that he made that real for me was fantastic. And that's what I love about movies, just the pure imagination, mm -hmm. the ideas get, that get beamed to people's minds, so it's like... There's a Schumacher in you, I feel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you can bring it out in your next project, I, I, I feel. Again, it's like, I'm that Schumacher, like, I am into the Flatliners uh, Lost Boys, and as well as, like, don't sleep on Time to Kill, man. Don't sleep yeah. on the client. Like, he is a fantastic director. Batman Forever, I and I have a new love for. Like it, as a as a youngster, I was a little bit like, this is maybe not my bat my Batman. But now I love all Batman. Yeah. I love all Batman. It's all it's all cereal. It's all delicious Batman to me. See, I was a uh, I was naive, but I was also like I love. <laughs> I, I love you. You got tricked by Batman. Yeah, I loved. I, I mean, I grew up watching the key films, but like I love Returns, I love Forever, I thought they were, they were they fun, stylistic, like the camera yeah, being tilted off. My, 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 my happy place is the Batman uh, Robert Pattinson, like that is like that a gorgeous, movie, yeah. gorgeous, gothic, fever dream of sexy, sexy Catwoman, Batman, Steve, and it's like I don't even know yeah. what's happening half the time, because you're just motorcycling and 
Right. Could you imagine doing that that set piece where you have the the the, the rigging that's down by the water and all those people? But that had to have been such a huge set they piece. They shot that during COVID. It was one of the only things open. Again, there's so much to discuss here on every day's Halloween podcast, yeah. live show, stream, whatever this is. Yes. <laughs> and we will be talking about all that and more. Um, we gotta give them something to look forward to. Yes. What else will we, will we do? There'll uh, be more leg crossing and uncrossing. Yes. There will be more great hair and uh, horror tips and tricks. Uh, there'll be more insights into filmmaking and um, and fandom and Fangoria and all sorts of lovely things. You got so, some pretty cool corners of uh, entertainment here on the show. So yeah. uh, closing out, um, stay scary. Yes. Uh, sleep well. <laughs> well, I guess. Uh, you'll see us, not if I see you first. That's right. <laughs> That's a stand by me reference. I like that. For extra bonus. I don't want to die by a train tracks and some kids poking with a stick. Never. Uh, I don't. I don't think people do that. And, well, actually, I do know plenty of people hanging out by railroad tracks, but still, again, stay safe out there. <laughs> uh, stay happy, and then that's it. Cool. Uh, that's cut. Cut. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for watching.